this is Roger Green, host of the Surfing the Nash Tsunami podcast. This weekend, we are offering four conversations from Season 3, Episode 18, our preview of the inaugural Innovations in Napoli Care Conference, which takes place in Barcelona on May 6th and May 7th. This conversation focuses on the Day 2 agenda. Session 4 considers multidisciplinary management of patients today. Session 5 discusses pharmacotherapies, both what's available today and drugs in development. And then finally, Session 6 consists largely of a roundtable discussion, which I will moderate, on sharing ideas on the Napoli Nash Roadmap, which focuses specifically on social media and digital transformation of care. This conversation ends with Jeff, then Yorn, making concise, concrete pitches on this conference's unique value and, as a result, why patients, physicians, associated professionals, advocates, and public health experts should all attend. I look forward to seeing as many of you in Barcelona as possible. It should be a great meeting. Congratulations to Yorn and Jeff for creating this unique event. A public health view of NAFLD integrates the things most listeners in this podcast consider every day, like diagnostics, medication, and patient management. With an array of consensus building and public sector education needs, like guidelines and endorsements, we don't think about all that much. It's a different look. So sit back, listen, enjoy, learn, and when you're done, Join the dialogue on our LinkedIn and Facebook discussion groups. And I found the next session that you're chairing, the, the first before session, the talks that you chose to put together under that title, right? A multidisciplinary management, and then Jeff talking about road to comprehensive models, and Alina talking about um, integrating non-invasive tests and clinical practice outside liver space, and then Marcus Ranney talking about digital innovation and app transforming weight management. A really interesting set of topics to pull together into one session. So what were you looking for there? Jörn Schattenberg. So I think we're going to start out with a roadmap on the comprehensive models of care, Just to say, where do we have to go? You know, after we heard the patient, now uh, what's the consensus that was developed in the public health arena? And then which tests can we use? And today we have so much innovation in digital tools. Uh, that, so the last talk by Marcus Rennie is going to be very exciting just to hear how could this help us? If we know the endpoints, if we know how we could use these different tests, how can we use the power of digital innovation to then um, bring this to, to the patients? I have to admit, I'm not particularly familiar with his work work or with that company? What what do they do? What are they what are they about? Jeffrey Lazarus. I invited Marcus. I'll confess I haven't known him for a long time, but had a unique opportunity to walk with him for six days. Didn't know who he was, didn't know who really anybody was, but we climbed Mount Kilimanjaro together. So we talked. And when I found out he was a clinician trained in London, working on metabolic health, interested in fatty liver disease, but also the whole interaction around longevity and, and what makes our bodies work and how we can improve health outcomes through digital. I, I thought I wasn't going to be working on that trip, but I do confess um, we, 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 did, we did have a lot of talks, walk and talk um, for days. There's nothing else to do, no internet, no nothing. And, and I invited him to join the Wilton Park meeting that the Zoom International Liver Foundation held on NAFLD. And he just gave a really brilliant, short input on the power of digital transformation. And I feel like our field needs to, to understand that better. I mean, we're all digital in some ways. Some people can book an appointment online. There's electronic medical records in some centers, but he's looking at, you know, apps and tools and how to harness ex existing tools, whether it's a Fitbit or an hour ring or, or the steps you're walking and, and bring that together to, to come with some biohacks to help, you know, try and improve your health on a regular basis. So it's really just to give us a sort of an injection of what digital transformation, what digital possibilities there are for us. Because when you get to a patient and and you've made these recommendations and you're not going to see them for another year because they're NF0, 
um, you know, we want to leave them with something. And it might be this kind of recommendation of an app or, or other tools that can help them in a hopefully not too invasive way to improve their diet and their exercise. Um, so when we see them next time, things haven't progressed. Great. Well, th- this is my Garmin watch and my wife works for Noom. So I'm certainly uh, bought into this entire message uh, in a big way. And I'll be interested to hear specifically what he wants to talk about, particularly since he'll be part of that panel in the afternoon as well. All right. So we go through lunch. We come back and then we go to drugs, huh? pharmacotherapeutics, if you will. Yeah. So we're planning with an industry session before the lunch too. then actually lead over and talk about future pharmacotherapeutics, because I think this is one of the most exciting fields. Of course, many concepts we've discussed in this podcast here too. And we have uh, excellent speakers. Neymar Khoury is going to join us from Arizona Liver Health to talk about the pharmacotherapy specifically addressing obesity. And I hope you'll, you'll find that, again, we're trying to address these three lines, may it be primary care, endocrinologists, and hepatologists, or these three pillars of NAFLD, namely obesity, diabetes, and liver disease. So following Naeem talking on pharmacotherapy for obesity, we'll have Ken Cousy discuss diabetes drugs that have been shown to provide a benefit. So if you're sitting in front of NAFLD patient today and you heard those first two talks, you know what to do. You know how you could potentially use an available drug that's been approved for uh, diabetes to give the patient a liver benefit. And then finishing up, we have Stephen Harrison with us talking about liver-directed drugs and the pipeline for fibrotic NASH. And again, I think everybody who's listened to this podcast has known how brilliant Stephen can summarize that and very excited to hear him uh, speak on this topic. I'm intrigued to see the dynamic because I know, for example, that Ken might be a little more skeptical about some of the fibrotic drugs. So watching the two of them next to each other might be an interesting thing in its own right. And if Ken's going to talk about GLP-1s, it'll be interesting to see what else Naeem talks about because I assume that's part of what Ken will speak about. But I think that should be a fascinating session. Hopefully it'll be as eye-opening for the audience or some of the audience as it was for me the first time I got exposed to this, these things a couple of years ago. I just thought it was remarkable and really vision-changing to, to learn about the drugs for the first time. So hopefully there'll be people in the audience who'll get the benefit of that experience. Jeff, anything to add before we go on? Nothing to really add from my side other than that um, I, I really look forward to this session as all the sessions, but there's so much to learn. I mean, where are we at you know, at this point in time? This is a session that just needs to always happen so we can always get that kind of update. Okay, so then there's a roundtable session on discussion of public health roadmap to comprehensive care for NASH, opening the session, and then that kind of immediately goes into the, the session I'm moderating, which kind of feels like it's everything, except may, maybe everything except drugs. And if you look at the panel, it is everything except drugs, which I think should be really intriguing. I'm delighted that you were able to get Donna to come. I think she has a fantastic perspective on this stuff. Like I said, I, I will reach out to Marcus at some point before the conference because I want to understand better. But what do you envision this discussion will wind up being about? For me, I mean, I think this will be a chance to, to actually, I mean, although Jörn and I have the closing words, you know, almost you know, immediately after it, this is a chance to really revisit issues that have come up that maybe we didn't have enough time for or that were mentioned in one session, but now we have someone who had been in a different session and they can really engage on it as well. So it is a bit of a catch-all session. I couldn't think of anyone better to moderate it than you, Roger. So that's it's, why it's, it's like, thank you. you. It's like the podcast, right? I mean, you know, you just take things and you weave them together. I'm excited about it for exactly that reason, because because this is a diverse bunch of perspectives and we can get to a lot of things. So I think that'll, that'll be really cool. Uh, and I know you're going to ask the tough questions and don't let them off the hook. You know, I want to see their, their ideas and their roadmap on the respective topics and know how I can propel this and move it beyond hepatology or some liver doctors meeting in a dark hallway discussing fibrosis stages. You know, this is a disease that affects all these people. We need the roadmap. We need engagement. And I think that's uh, at the heart 
part of this meeting. Now, are you two going to be part of the, I haven't asked, are you two going to be part of this session as well, or just the four panelists? Uh, here's the question behind the question. If you're not, there's no hepatologist. So I thought that was an interesting decision, if that's the decision. It's funny. I was just going to say, notice that this is, you know, clinician who's endocrinologist. This is nutrition. This is digital health. This is patient. Is that the future of fatty liver disease? Probably not. But um, are those four groups that are rarely a part of the discussion? Yes, all the time. As we're finalizing the program now, and, and this is a you know, session that, that Yaron and I are chairing that, Yaron, correct me if I'm wrong, that, I mean, we're going to be a part of this discussion, even if we're not sort of the named panelists. I mean, we don't want, we're opening, we're closing, we're speaking. So we really want to give other people, to the extent possible, the, the chance to shine and give their version of the NAFLD narrative. So I think, look, I'm really excited about this. I've been, I've been up for this since the day you asked. And as I mentioned to Jeff, I'm hoping next year you don't do this on Mother's Day weekend in the U.S., not necessarily a popular choice in my household, but... Um, or others I know of, but uh, just a fantastic session. And as I said, if you couldn't get me to miss it from Mother's Day, you couldn't get me to miss it for much. So it's a big thing. All right. We're at the end of our hour. So I think we're just about where we want to be time-wise. It says on the agenda that the last thing are closing words. So what I'm going to ask you two to do today is share closing words with this focus. If I'm listening to this podcast and I'm a hepatologist or a different kind of physician or not a physician, why do I want to be at this meeting? All three perspectives. Brave one, go first. I'm sure I'm brave, but I'll start. I mean, this is a session where you're going to hear about future pharmacotherapeutics. You're going to get what you often get at other meetings, but you're going to get a lot more because we're going to be talking about the multidisciplinary management. We're going to be engaging with patients. We're going to be looking at NAFLD in other settings. So this, this, these are the settings that are going to be referring patients in need to you. It's an amazing faculty. We're going to be in Barcelona. Nothing much to add to that, Roger. I would just say, you know, we're going to end up with the right content that, that's needed outside of the world of hepatology. I'm not thinking there's no need for hepatologists there in the panel discussion. Clearly there is. This disease has been driven by hepatologists, and I think we've left some key stakeholders behind or haven't talked with them enough yet. And this is really the time where we want to come up with this. The next step is we, we got to engage politicians. We got to make, we got to engage payers. We need their perspective and really to innovate the care, to, to be able to provide care. We need all these people. And just speaking to, to patients as we have them in the program a number of times, we'll get the right words that we know. What do we need to give to our politicians to then come up with regulations and enable to be able to provide care. Okay, thanks. It struck me since I got involved with this disease, though, it made it so fascinating, was that it was like cancer in 1969 in terms of how little we knew about the disease, coupled with a massive social issues. I mean, cancer had smoking around it, but other than that, it wasn't basically about social behaviors. Here, you've got multiple social behaviors, multiple social stigmas, multiple social misconceptions, and a disease nobody entirely understands. If you like complexity, this really is the candy shop, you know. And the, the way to start to tease it apart, at least to say, well, this is where the lollipops are and this is where the chocolates are, is I think to do the kind of thing you're doing here and present the whole candy shop one shelf at a time and allow people to figure out what they want to make of it. So I'm not sure candy shop is a great metaphor to use for liver disease. Please forgive this way too much fat and sugar in that for anybody's comfort. But if you move that to a somewhat healthier place, we were joking before in a different context about a drinking game and I suggested we would do a drinking game with cleanse and then Jorn said that was like too hard to bear. So we decided the drinking game for Nash has got to be with black coffee. But there's got to be some kind of metaphor up there about the candy shop as well. But I think this very neatly encompasses the complexity of what's going on. And I commend both of you guys for it and thrilled to be a part of it. And now back to Roger. 
We hope you've enjoyed this recording. If you have any questions or comments about the content of this conversation or the entire episode, please send an email to questions at surfingnash.com. We'll be back next week to discuss what the leaders of the Nail NIT initiative believe we might learn from their retrospective analyses. We may also have some news for you at that time. Until then, stay safe, surf on. We'll see you on the podcast. Bye-bye now.